Hello and welcome back to the Extended Cut with LJJR. This week, like we said, we'll be doing our thoughts on the MCU as a whole. Next week we'll do our Rogue One Force Awakens episode right before The Last Jedi and should all be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm Lou. As always, join me, John. Hello. Joe. How we doing? And possibly returning in two weeks is Ryan. Not Ooh. not this time, though. A little bit of a teaser. A little bit of a look for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could be fun. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> well, that, let's do the news. <laughs> <laughs> and with that... We're Jill. still working on our segues to the news. But yeah. yeah. So, uh, so to kick it off, we had... Brian Johnson come out because there's been a lot of talk about what he'll do with the, his next his trilogy that he's going to be making for Star Wars. He came out and said that he's not going to be doing Knights of the Old Republic, though he does love that um, kind of like games and the storylines. So, you guys' thoughts? I mean, I hope honestly if he does this trilogy, like there's no force or lightsabers at all. Whoa! Like bold, purely blasters, no like force anything. I think I've said for a while I would love it if they just kind of went full on like outer rim complete s- removed storyline do like a buddy cop film or something in the Star Wars universe I think it'd be like really really cool to see yeah, yeah. I think those go hand in hand like if you're doing a totally different buddy cop type Absolutely. story like yeah there wouldn't necessarily need to be a force or anything Skywalker related right right no, get, I think- get weird with it yeah get jiggy with it yeah get swifty yeah. <laughs> oh well not um all right so that's kind of all i got on that you guys good yeah moving on <laughs> um so for the tv series titans which i can't exactly remember which network this would be on but basically be a teen titans uh series star brenton waits who is from pirates of uh caribbean dead men tell no tales debuted his look for robin on his instagram Lou, I know you saw it. I saw it too. John, I don't think you caught it, but I thought he looked pretty good. I mean, like, pretty standard Robin. Yeah. The way it, it's kind of, I guess he's, I'm pretty sure he's Dick Grayson in it, but it, it looks, it's like Tim Drake's yeah, Robin. Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell without seeing the whole entire thing because there's different sorts of, like, things that set apart him, but I believe it's supposed to be Dick Grayson because I was initially under the impression it was going to be an older, like, Nightwing for that uh, series, but. Who knows? Maybe it'll just evolve him or something like that. Yeah, because he's like the bow staff, like Tim Drake. But right, I, I guess it could be cool if they show him becoming like Nightwing. Yeah, I really like the old Teen Titans series. I still even like that newer one. Yeah. Sometimes that it gets funny. So I, I, th- I hope this series does well. I can't see a reason it wouldn't right off the bat. Could but be cool. Could be the, terrible. Uh, could be anything, really. Yeah. Who's to say? Who's to say? Not us. Maybe Steve from Stranger Things, but not us. Maybe um, RJ. Ooh. Wherever he is. Wherever. <laughs> Wherever he may be, I'm sure he has thoughts. Come home to us. We miss you. Uh, <laughs> um, on the other TV front for HBO with the Watchmen series, there have been some ominous Instagram posts about from John Cena about playing Doctor Manhattan. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that possible casting? I mean, it's just like really different from the Doctor Manhattan, I guess. Like in the, I've only, I've never read Watchmen. I've just seen the Watchmen movie. But right. it seems bizarre 
bit of a thing, departure. Yeah, it seems a bizarre thing to have John Cena if he would if that would be his character. <laughs> I I've read it and I've watched the movie and it it yeah it's very out of left field sort of thing. I mean, if he can talk extremely intellectually and I I guess he's fine, but I I don't know. He's not the first name, nor is he close to the first name I think of. So who knows? Maybe he's just throwing his hat in the ring. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, on the DC movie th- front, uh, it was reported, I think from Dwayne Johnson himself, The Rock, that uh, Black Adam and Shazam won't interact on the uh, big screen in their intera- in their movies for the time being. Which, why? Yeah, pretty lame. It's like what they did with Batman and Joker, which no one really liked. And It's just like, if you have the kind of star power of Dwayne Johnson like waiting in your universe fucking use them if you're flying yeah. as bad as they are you need to use him as soon as possible how odd of dc to make questionable film decisions weird it's almost like they don't learn from mistakes i mean these neither of these movies are coming out super recently anyway like it's gonna why why are they still waiting i don't who knows i don't know i i'm so like i'm so beaten down with all their questionable decisions I, who knows <laughs> anymore I saw earlier, this is just a dumb, like, anecdote. It was, like, a picture of a Trivial Pursuit card from, like, 2008. And it was, like, which of the following actors has never played Batman? And at the time, the one that was false was Ben Affleck. <laughs> but now they're all true. There's, <laughs> like, no way to progress the game. <laughs> <laughs> the whole game's room, throw it out. Um, wait, this was, this was probably my personal favorite news this week. Tarantino might direct a Star Trek movie. That sounds incredible. And I'm all for it. Is that uh, the same? Because I had also seen something about um, Patrick Stewart reviving his Picard role. Oh, I haven't um, seen that. Interesting. I don't. I don't know if they're mutually exclusive because, like, there have been a lot of rumors in the past of like somehow reviving the Next Generation characters. Um, but he said that you know if there were like a Next Generation crossover movie, he would play Picard. So I don't know if that is also the project that Tarantino might be working on or if it's entirely separate. But either way, like both of those things make me very excited. I never personally watched the shows, so like I'm not an authority to be like, oh, next gen or something like that. But I think if there's anyone to bring in the current with the old and like do that sort of crossover, I think he could tackle that. I mean, I just like picturing every which way he could do some sort of crazy storyline. And I'm I'm all for it. Because they tried, um, I don't know what the year was, sometime in the early 2000s, they did an original series Next Generation crossover movie, maybe two actually, and I think both of them tanked pretty hard. Really? Just pretty, yeah, they were just pretty boring, which it's hard to imagine. You had Shatner and Patrick Stewart and Leonard Nimoy like all in the same movie. It's kind of hard to imagine them messing that up, but somehow they did. Yeah, apparently um, people don't like Shatner. Apparently he's a dick, allegedly. But I yeah, believe it. I, 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 ca- yeah, yeah. Well, you know. people like Kirk, you know, you know, were you guys ever truckies? I was never really into it. Like I used I to never... really be into next generation more than the original series. But really? Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. I mean, I, 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 en- I enjoy the new movies, I guess. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> kind of where I'm at. But like, I never watched the shows or anything like that. Yeah. I was but much, much more Star Wars. I know there's like people love the next gen. I think it's known for being sillier. Is that kind of more? Um. I would say, yeah, to an extent. I think there's more, like, cheesy moments. The thing with the original series, it's cheesy because it's incredibly low budget and it's right. the 60s, yeah, and, like, the tech so isn't there. It, the, the next generation is, like, 
they were trying to be serious, but it just comes off as cheesy. So in that regard, okay. it gets cringy sometimes. But there's also some really amazing episodes just purely because of the cast. Patrick Stewart leading the helm. <laughs> I've seen and Wrath of Khan also. Yeah, so like those old movies are really good. Yeah, that's really good. He doesn't really look like Benedict Cumberbatch in the originals, does he? No, he's a Spanish man in the originals. <laughs> so in a way, very like Benedict Cumberbatch. It's, it, it's very <laughs> in a way the same man, really. In a way, it was Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, but, this man was Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the movie. What? Wow. Extended universities. Um, so the biggest news for this week, and it was recently released that talks progressed very, very fast. And Disney is probably going to acquire 21st Century Fox movie assets, it looks like. And that a deal could be announced literally by next week. So this is going to be big time. It's going to lead us into our main discussion of the MCU. So your guys' thoughts? Big hot news. Big I'm, hot news. We, we had a, a big hot steaming pile of news. <laughs> we had alluded to this. Big hot <laughs> steaming news. Anyway, so sorry. <laughs> um... The last time, Be- we, no, uh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> the last time we talked about this, um, and like, like what the potential repercussions might be, and like how um, Sony and like a new twenty uh, first century Fox MCU hybrid would progress. I didn't really know like how I felt about it. The more I think about it now, I'm really excited at the prospect of a future MCU with X Men characters. I would love to see it because if anyone has the balls to put them in their yellow spandex that they've been dying to be in for years. It's Marvel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially after Infinity War, it sounds like everything's going to be very different. It's kind of going to be the new generation of everything. So, oh, I mean, hopefully. It's easy to be like, uh, you wish it could have happened sooner because then, because there's things, there's storylines like Age of Ultron, which in the comics is led by Wolverine. Uh, Civil War, there's so many other characters that they had to leave out of the movie that they couldn't physically do the actual storyline. There's things like that where you, you're inclined to want to be like, um, I wish this could have happened sooner, but I'm almost happy with the way the MCU is going, where it's kind of heading this more cosmic and like magic has entered, like the kind of talks, everything it enters for them to truly do it justice and go full weird with it, which I'm really happy about. Yeah. It could have been cool. Like if like Hugh Jackman was Wolverine in this, I mean, definitely right. not. Even if they buy it, I don't think that's yeah. going to happen, but that could have been really cool to see. I now think, you, th- sorry, okay. go ahead, Joe. You go ahead. You go ahead. Well, all I was going to say is I think, um, yeah, like I, I agree with you about the age Ultron storyline. Like it could have been so much better, but on the other hand, this is kind of the perfect time to do it as they're wrapping things up in this phase. Um, and that they, they have totally free reign now. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, Infinity War has a lot of characters that they don't have right now. Like, I guess Silver Surfer is a big part of it. Oh, right. And they haven't introduced all of it. I like Adam Warlock's in Infinity War, but um, they haven't he really c- introduced him into it. He could, but I, yeah, James Gunn that- said he's not going to be in the Guardians movie, Volume 3, I don't think. Yeah, I feel like there's. I feel like Warlock's. I think his first thing will be the sec. Not no. It's not like two part Avengers movie anymore, but it'll be like Avengers Infinity War and then another Avengers the next year. Avengers I feel like. Four. Yeah, I feel like he'll. That'll be his debut. Okay, isn't he born of an Infinity Stone? Am I wrong about that? Isn't it like the Soul Stone? I don't know. I don't know as much as know. comic origins. Right, and then I. 
another reason this is cool is because you're like going to be entering. So a big part of this, and we'll get into this with MCU is MCU is no secret. They've lacked on the villain front. And with this deal, you bring in some really monumental villains. Like you bring in Galactus, you bring in Magneto, you bring in uh silver surfer, you bring in Dr. Doom. Like you have the ability to finally have some like long reigning, like reoccurring villains along with Thanos. And I think that's, Almost, like that's one of the most exciting parts about it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's also exciting to think about. Um, and I guess in some ways, it's like I hope that they don't just recycle the same formula that they're using now and apply to new characters because it would almost be a cop out if they made, say, a Fantastic Four movie in the same style as Guardians and just made it a quirky comedy. Like, right. I guess unless they went full Ragnarok and just made it like bizarre. But um, I feel like that's almost what you have to do with. Well, I mean, what, oh, between them and X Men, I mean, of course, like that would be the one yeah. you'd make a comedy. But they, I, I bet in the hands of Marvel, they could perhaps make a really serious movie with them if they wanted to. Yeah. What I've seen, and the, I think this is the theory that I most support in terms of how you segue like a Fantastic Four into this universe is to say, hey, they were here in like the uh, the sixties or something, and then they went out of space. Like, for some reason. Like, you can concoct that to where they've been off Earth for a while. And now that everything's getting real weird and everything's getting real cosmic, it completely makes it reasonable that they stumble upon this, like, doorstep of the MCU. Yeah. And At I some think, point, I just want to see Hulk and Thing in the same scene. Ooh. I want to oh. see Hulk versus Wolverine really badly. So oh my, so many matchups that they could do. I, like... This is what we've been waiting for. This is like it's, it's all like, we deserve, I, damn it. I'd love to see Captain <laughs> America. Happening. I'd love to see Captain America go against Iron Man. They've never oh, done anything man. like that yet. I'd love to see Bucky Barnes return, but in some sort of Russian assassin form. Bruh. If it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Bruh, that happened. Um, yeah. No, I, yeah. I'm I'm so hyped. Especially cause um I, I'm a really big X Men fan and like I do want to talk about this later um in the episode, kinda how the 21st Century Fox X-Men franchise has been rolling alongside the MCU in the in the past decade. But um, as of, with the exception of Logan, which was just a masterpiece in and of itself, the X-Men movies that they had been making were starting to decline a little bit. Um, and yeah, the, the the characters in general were getting a little stagnant. So I, I just wanted, I wanted to reboot no matter what. And now that it's in the hands of Marvel, it makes me even more excited. I wanted the main storyline of X-Men um definitely rebooted just in terms of I, I i think it was past the point of no return or like past the point of like salvaging i guess um and yeah i just hope that thing projects like logan or like deadpool deadpool 2 and and like x-force i hope we eventually get i hope those remain alive because there's still that small genre of hard art like hard art comic book movies that i think have a place as a break from the mainstay of this Marvel and Justice League, like that sort of thing, where I, I really hope Disney doesn't screw it up and say we don't do R-rated movies. I think they'll keep going with them, but you know, you always have that little bit of worry. Yeah, it would be in their best interest to continue an already successful hard R franchise. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I loved uh, I loved Days of Future Past. Lou and I were talking about that earlier. That was a really really solid movie. Yeah. Apocalypse was weak. Yeah, um, very. Oh my god. 
So, oh god, so bad. Oh god. The X Men has a lot of ups and downs. Yeah, I, I was the the. Point. I, I'd say they're on an upswing right now, which could, depending on how their future goes, could easily maybe also go if they don't end up at Disney. What's yeah, the last one it. technically? Deadpool, or is it Apocalypse? Logan. No. It, oh wait. Yeah, it would be Logan. Yeah, Logan. I, I'd say they're on with Deadpool and Logan. They're on they're an upswing, upswing right yeah. now. Apocalypse. I feel is as pretty... though it's extremely probable that Dark Phoenix would swing that upswing right down. Yeah, like I, I did. I don't have high hopes for that film. Yeah, yeah. The thing Which, with X Men, um, this is what I said to Lou earlier, is with Marvel, even the movies we don't like, it's hard to argue that they aren't at least average movies. Like they're okay. They're definitely passable, right. even at their they're lowest. All solid. But X Men, their highs are super high, but they've had some clunkers. Going back to the original yeah. trilogy, like X Men uh, Three, I think the Last Stand is shit. X Men, the last X Men. <laughs> X Men, the last time the Juggernaut bitch. Yeah, they um, X Men Three, and then they wasted two solo Wolverine movies somehow. I don't know how they did it. I I can never, and I'm fairly certain, like I will never understand how anyone made that X Men Origins Wolverine movie and was like, yeah, this is gonna get. The blood pump, and this is gonna get everybody loving it. This does Hugh Jackman justice. <laughs> like, I mean, it was so wrong and so shitty on so many levels. I just, uh, I fundamentally don't understand. It's all right. He got Logan. It's all good. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I maintain that should be. I think if Mad Max Fury Road was in the conversation for the best picture, I think. While I don't think it'll win, I think it deserves to be in the conversation. I think it's a phenomenal movie alone. Oh yeah, it's it's not even, yeah, it's it's on another level. And now that I think about it, you could even um whatever. I'm sure this won't be the first move, but those kids at the end of Logan, all the other mutants, you can make a, a story with them if you wanted to. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. It's just I think like that's this sort of deal. You yeah. can, you have so much free reign now, and I. It's like I always say, I was more of a DC like, like with Justice League and like. The cartoons and things like that growing up i was more into that but for someone that grew up like loving marvel this is like your dream come true is everyone it, it, it literally doesn't get any better it's all of them. the only thing the only thing that can make this all like become your literal like heaven is if sony finally get through the white flag and gave them the rest of the spider-man universe yeah. yeah that like that who knows if that'll happen, but this is about as close as you've gotten so far as a Marvel fan. And like, that's pretty awesome. I think. Yeah. And also Spider-Man's a lot of his main stories are X-Men. Yeah. Like they play in fantastic four also. Right. Yeah. That'll, I, that'll be weird to see a good fantastic four movie. That'll be weird. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and now that, uh, Spider-Man is the freshest of the MCU characters, he can kind of segue his way over to the new, uh, the new X-Men. Watch this not be the deal at all. Like, what if they come out and they, they flip <laughs> it and, like, Fox Disney... News. <laughs> yeah, Disney buys Fox News and Sports and 21st Century Fox keeps the characters. Wait, what? <laughs> I That'd be the ultimate cucking of all time. <laughs> oh, jeez. Only time will tell, I guess. <laughs> A few more days. <laughs> That's showbiz, baby. Alright, now let's not overuse it. <laughs> That showbiz, baby. Uh, no, we're not going to overuse that. <laughs> Say but it anyway, made me feel weird. Joe, I believe that. Uh, well, the first thing we wanted to do is uh, our intrepid news reporter Joe here 
got the hot scoop on what all the Marvel movies are. It took a lot of really hard-hidden <laughs> research on his end. He had to kill a man to get this information. You don't know how many back-alley nightclubs I got thrown out of trying to get the hottest, <laughs> steamiest pile of news on Just this story. <laughs> the flamest burn-your-hands-when-you-touch-it <laughs> All 17 MCU movies, and Joe here is going to list them for us, and Lou and I are going to give our, our first impressions. All right. Hold on to your shorts. Ooh. Ooh. All right, so we're going to start with go phase one, phase two, phase three. Starting off, kicking off the entire MCU, Iron Man 2008. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it wasn't Incredible Hulk first? Nope. I mean, Incredible Hulk had the Tony Stark after credits, and then Iron Man. Listen, man, my my reporting, a case well, inc- Wikipedia had Iron Man first. Incredible Hulk was two thousand eight. Iron Man was two thousand nine. Iron Man was two thousand eight. Apparently. Let me hang on a second. <laughs> live research. You know, after the intro I had, this is going to be very, very disheartening. If immediately <laughs> I am proven wrong, we we might just have to cancel the episode if this Joe already gonna, got the first thing wrong. This is a brush my ego. I'm not sure I can take. But well, in any case, those are definitely the first two. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, let me look this up before we do the list. That's <sighs> Joe and I can just uh, improvise just while you do that. Hang on, hang on. Wonderful weather we're having. How's the uh, how's the how's the weather over there? Yeah, it's dark. It's, you know, winter these days. Sunsets In, early. You're having winter. That's weird. I'm having. Yeah, I know, right? I'm having dark, gloomy like spring. Oh yeah, you know it's just uh, different strokes, I guess. Different, In the same different time sides zone. Of, In the di- same time zone. <laughs> different sides of the earth. You know what I mean? <laughs> different hemispheres. We're in the same state. <laughs> Different planets. <laughs> How's it coming? Dude, Iron Man was release date was May 2nd, 2008. Oh, boy. Check on Hulk. June 13th, 2008. Yeah, well, so. well, well. My how the turntables. That My doesn't. That doesn't make. Things. That makes. Does like. Cause remember the Hulk after credits was Tony Stark and he's about to. He wasn't Iron Man yet. I'll tell you what. I remember very little about the Hulk. Well, I. I okay. I. That just make doesn't make sense. I feel like to, in order to fully understand, we'd have to go back and rewatch that scene. Well, but the, the after credits of Incredible Hulk, it's Tony Stark pre Iron Man. Doing what? Just being Tony Stark. Yeah, and he he meets um. The bad guy who has a mustache in Civil War. Who's the bad guy uh, in Incredible Hulk. That, that's the Red Hulk. Yeah. Right. I did not know that, but numbers don't lie, my friend. Yeah, yeah. I guess continuity-wise it comes first. But Anyways, well, In any case, I would say... Did you give your reactions to Iron Man? All right, let's uh, let's start over. Let's Wait, start should, over. We, should we just divulge what the rating system is going to be for this? The rating it's system gonna... is based on me and Lou's vocal tone. Yeah, just pay attention high, to the pitch. Yeah, high high pitch obviously is our approval. Low pitches are discussed. And like a middle pitch is like wait and see. You know. Wait and see. Yeah, yeah. we'll uh, leave it to the viewers to interpret what's what with absolutely no benchmark. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So second film, Incredible Hulk, two thousand eight. Mm. Okay. I mean, uh, eh. for a Hulk <laughs> movie, uh. <laughs> right? Nah. 
Iron Man 2 2010. Mm. Eh, can't remember it that well, honestly. Relatively to the others? Nah. Yeah, Def Uh, certainly not as good as the first one. It was was all right. All right. Thor 2011. Uh, At at the time, it was... But now it's kind (laughs) of... Captain America, the first Avenger 2011. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we're getting there. Oh, yeah. Avengers 2012. Ah. Ah. Iron Man 3 2013. Uh. Uh. Thor The Dark World 2013. Uh. Captain America Winter Soldier 2014. Ah. Ah. (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy 2014. Oh, oh! Okay. That's a, that's a medium to high. That's, oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of what you've given on like almost everyone. <laughs> no, I, I, had, I had some very low size. <laughs> there are some very blurred lines in this rating system. But Age of Ultron 2015. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. <laughs> Wait, Luke, can I hear yours again? Uh, All right. <laughs> okay. Now we keeping know a stance. <laughs> Ant Man 2015. I didn't see it, so I can't make a sound. Uh, boo on you. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm 16 for 17 here. <laughs> Do your homework. <laughs> uh, uh, Captain America Civil War. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> who is who? You'll never know, listener. Yeah, <laughs> they don't know of, who's making what. In terms stuff. of whose pitch is who. Doctor Strange 2016. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 2 2017 mm. ah. Mm. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming mm. ah. Ah. Oh wow Way up there Way up in the register and Thor Ragnarok 2017 <laughs> Woo! Ah. <laughs> And now you have our definitive rankings Take them as you will I hope you were taking notes at home Say Thor the Dark World again Thor the Dark World. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Alright, that's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we've established our uh, like our version of the tomato meter. That's our rating system. It's just <laughs> certified uh <laughs> <laughs> it's grunts. <laughs> well, I I guess we'll start off saying Just a whole um, review. Yeah, well MCU as a whole, like I feel like this is the as shared universes go for anything, this is the best that's ever been done. I would say, pretty mm. definitively. The um, simultaneously, they created and perfected a new concept as far as superhero yeah. movies go. Look, there's some rough patches. That's always going to be in some sort of giant project like this. Oh, but yeah. as a whole, truly remarkable that they've sustained this level of like excellence over this I, amount of time. Even though we gave some of those like uh like. None of these movies are like really stand out awful at all. I mean, these are I all pretty solid. The Dark World isn't just a bad movie. Dark Dark World is just lame. It's it's not. It's just it's like boring. I guess I wouldn't like, say. I can't remember one goddamn thing about it. Yeah, but like I wouldn't say this is like the, as bad as like like we were talking about earlier, like X Men Origins or like. That's true. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's it's what I say. It's never gone like as low as the, like X Men. or... The worst of the Marvel movies are 
like I said, at their worst, mediocre, just boring. But they're, the they're not fine. They're not cringeworthy bad. Here's where that's almost like to a point bad though, because when you have this sort of like sustained, there's good movies in there, and when you slip up, and yes, there will be slip ups. You have stuff like in your past of your universe that's supposed to be telling you what not to do and what to, more importantly, what to do. So these slip ups with, of course, like even with Thor, where like, yeah, people saw it, but it still didn't do that great. Like compared to other ones, it only has 77 on Rotten Tomatoes. You'd think they'd be like, okay, let's learn from our mistakes. Like, let's see what worked. First Avenger people liked, Avengers people liked, Iron Man people liked. And then you like bring out the dark world and people are like, what is this shit? And it gets a 66 well, on Rotten Tomatoes. I give them credit because, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's such an ambitious project. It's hard not to slip up here and there. But the times they slipped up, they they never and I don't want to call out another uh, rival superhero movie studio don't you here. Do it. We're not we're not. Drunk, but when they slipped up, they don't just keep you. doing the same thing. Like Dark World was bad. Ragnarok was a masterpiece, and Hulk was bad. But then they made Hulk a way more likable character in the subsequent movies. Yeah, you know what I mean, no, like they didn't they didn't just keep running with a really like and I'm, bad I'm, what series. They did it, took with, two, it took two mediocre ones to get a good Thor film. Let's not pretend like I'd say, I want to say the great. first ones. Bad. First one's. First one's definitely first one's good. I would say it's it's average. It's it's an average origin film. Like I I'm mean, not saying it's bad, but it's not like it's not Captain America: Winter Soldier. That yeah, absolutely. And I mean, also, I mean, these movies are like seven years old. So I mean, yeah. they're not. There's also that, and I think what there are some good movies in Phase Two of the MCU, but I feel like where they kind of slipped up was like Phase Two probably was their biggest slip up. Um. I mean, they've had some really, they had really good parts in Phase Two, but I feel like Phase Three, it's not over yet, but it's probably the strongest. But what they never really capitalized on the team ups until Phase, besides Avengers. Yeah, that's definitely that was kind of the whole. It was kind of like, well, why isn't all the Avengers here? Like right. in Iron Man Three, or their their biggest team ups in in Phase Two were Captain America: Winter Soldier and Age of Ultron, and like Phase Three, you have Civil War. Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, Homecoming, and Ragnarok. So obviously a lot more team-ups, which, yeah. yeah, that's completely, I agree. And I think that's definitely something that people have responded positively to. I think that's, like, a great idea for them to run with. Yeah, they kind of, they fumbled more in Phase 2, I think. I feel like Phase 2 is where it got kind of close to not being great, and then once once Winter Soldier and Guardians came, that really put them on an upswing, I think. I agree. That really revived it for me personally. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, overall, like, everyone always likes to talk about the Marvel formula, but when it works, it works. I think it makes for just a good, like, introducing someone into the universe. Iron Man is still, like, a, an amazing movie, I think. I think it's really, really good. Iron, yeah, um, Iron Man for the very first one. It's not even a nostalgic love. It's just a good movie. Yeah. It's wild that, like, through it all, people still hold that one in such high regard. Like, that's really hard to do in, in keeping. Yeah. Very first one is as your one of your top <clears throat> ones, but that is such a good movie, and it kind of set the benchmark for an origin story of that kind of nature. And also, and like, then, they, oh God, he was wasn't, like, the Iron Man wasn't really a popular character at all. Yeah. Until absolutely. that. Absolutely. I mean, none of, I mean, all these were, like, pretty big in Marvel, but none of them were as big as, like, you know, they didn't have Spider-Man or the X-Men. Yeah, they, like. they, they managed to do... I mean, really, what you would expect from 
like more A-level superheroes with a fairly obscure cast, um, except for like Captain America, I guess. Um, like if these movies weren't made, these aren't characters you would know really very well. They wouldn't have nearly the same popularity. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is now, like, synonymous with Iron Man. Yeah, it saved his career. They're one. With that. (laughs) I'm just looking up to see. I want to make sure before I throw a statement out. Um, Just keep talking while I do my research. Uh, That was was your cue. All right, well... uh... What what so wait, all the movies in Phase Two is Age of Ultron, um, Winter Soldier, and what else? Guardians. Okay. Thor uh, two, Thor the Dark Thor. <laughs> okay, I was mistaken. Iron Man three. I, yeah. I thought at first for the Civil War comic that it came out after the introduction of like Iron Man and that, but it came out before. What I was originally thinking was like it it took like these sorts of introductions to make those sort of characters so, so high profile but um no yeah absolutely it definitely propelled these sort of lesser known characters into the spotlight yeah and um i mean when we were talking about like when marvel was starting to when they were struggling a little bit i'd say the common trends of mistakes were like i said they weren't utilizing the team-ups and pretty weak villains we yeah, just, it just was it was too formulaic um, and I think once they, you know, a big part of um, the upswing was Guardians. Because at the time, the first time I saw Guardians, I didn't like it that much. But once I sort of, I gained more of an appreciation for the superhero comedy. And now that they've done it so well um, with Guardians 2 and Ragnarok, um, I think developing that style to go along with the series movies was a really good move. And, like, also, none of these have had really standout soundtracks ever, except Guardians. Yeah, they definitely kind of and I, I, I don't want to say revolutionized because they didn't but like in this universe brought that in um but like none of these have ever i th- except ragnarok had an okay like actual score to it none of these have no none of these have had any real standout like actual scores to them i mean maybe the avengers but yeah no like john williams sort of score yeah any, none that you can like really remember like, exactly like you can't just, really think of like each character's individual score like I'm just showing going down the list of like the villains, just trying to check my work. But like, that's something they've slowly gotten better at. Because I mean, like from the start, we have Jeff Bridges, who's dead, who is the villain in Iron Man. Red Hulk, who hasn't been mentioned again in Incredible Hulk. The Whip guy, and then what was the other villain for Iron Man Two? Like, uh, Loki is the only carryover villain. He's been the villain in like all three essentially. Red Skull and Captain America, like they just keep killing off these good villains. I, I, I don't know. I'd say what their out of the plan was. I'd say on the first phase, the best villains were Loki and Red Skull, and then yeah. as they start yeah. getting better with like kind of the villains that weren't like like they weren't as much villains, more antiheroes, kind of like Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, and then I think the this phase three, the villains have been the best. I mean, Doctor Strange's villain was not that great, but. Dormammu was that was probably the weakest part of the movie and I I love Doctor Strange but Dormammu was just not even of, Dormammu but the the guy Dormammu what, yeah, I, can't oh, rem- that, I can't remember his name yeah the guy who's Jenner he's Jenner's dad in Rogue One. Oh, I know yeah, his name his name it's something like it's, it's like it's, a, it's it's a cool name and he's a good actor it's it's Netherlands or something like uh, not the name but like the origin or like Norwegian or something <laughs> like that I'll pull it up <laughs> his I name think, is Netherlands Norwegian 
<laughs> oh, of course. I was on the oh, tip of my tongue. Right. I uh, think, and it goes back to something we've said time and again, and, and Lou and I were commenting. Oh, on this. Mads Mickelson. It didn't That's even come up it. yet. I remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> the times were uh, the times were Marvel and the X Men movies did best was when there was carryover with the villains and it was a localized threat like Magneto or um, or Loki. When it was the massive CGI villain and worldwide stakes, it just it becomes way too generic and removed. Because then also you have. Um, I like in Doctor Strange we mentioned Dormammu when it's such a cosmic threat. Where are the Avengers? Yeah, like, why they, is it just a solo person? Why is it? Why off? is it up to these guys? Well, I I like kind of in, in Doctor Strange how they were like the Avengers do like the physical dangers. Like he was yeah more in the other realms, but like yeah. and with Thanos they'll all need to be there. Yeah, but, but um, boom. Yeah, villains is definitely not not their target. And the Ant-Man villain was pretty... I guess uh, that's my biggest hope for Thanos is, like, we've had literally incredible amount of build-up since Avengers for Thanos. Like, I just... I want this one to live up to the hype. I want a good villain. And honestly, I don't want him defeated in one movie. Uh, why, why should he be? I feel like even if he is, like... I mean, even if he somehow... He's not going to, like, lose, though. Like, he's still going to probably, like, maybe really ruin Earth <laughs> and, like, the yeah, Avengers. Yes. <laughs> but even if he would... So- I, that's where I kind of think he might get defeated and the stones... I feel like there's going to be a lot of jumping around the MCU after this, like, different time periods even. Oh, yeah. Maybe going back right. in time to, like, fix what he did. Oh, um, uh, maybe. I mean, yeah. There's just so much realm of possibility with the stones. But, I mean, that's what that's the... Do. That's what you can do whenever you've taken this long to build such a huge universe. Like you could Absolutely. like all there's Tony Stark's parents and like like there's all these different time periods and like places you can go. I'm just going to be so really honestly no matter what's actually going down, I'm going to be so excited to see some of these characters together because that's all and I think kind of what you were alluding to Joe is the weakest MCU movies have been the ones that were just kicking off a character because sometimes the origin stories, they're good, but they're a little more boring to sit through. And for this one, it's finally all going to be worth it. Like uh, delayed gratification at its finest. Absolutely. And just, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a really fun movie. I think in terms of it's like, like you said, it's going to be crazy seeing Thor with guardians, with Avengers, with, with Spider-Man, like that's pretty wild. And, I think it's going to make for a really good movie. Hopefully lives up to the hype. I'm, I'm thinking it will. Um, but yeah, I mean, great, great universe. Not without its faults, faults, but truly remarkable that they've maintained that excellence. I think is my general review of the MCU as a whole. Yeah. This, the sustained high quality with what was at the time, uh, that they began a pretty like obscure cast of characters. Um, and a, a ridiculously ambitious plan considering how uh how average superhero movies at the time were but uh, but they but they did it yeah so uh yes so despite uh, i think you know it's kind of easy sometimes to hate on marvel because you know like when something is so successful it's like and the bar is so high you start to find flaws with it but i 100 percent trust them with whatever they get from 21st century fox yeah, I do. I, I do trust them with that. I think I agree with that sentiment. Yeah. Did we want to talk about like what were all of our 
our top and bottom. Yeah, I feel like we've covered movies. most of like we all pretty much agree on what are the weaker parts of. Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. So we do our best. So I want you to kick off the best. Yeah. So I kind of, as I was writing them down, I divided mine into like bottom of the barrel, average, and then like excellent. So for excellent, I had Thor Ragnarok, um, Spider-Man: Homecoming, Winter Soldier, the first Avengers. And I threw Guardians 2 in there. Um, and Guardians can kind of piggyback off of that, but I honestly enjoyed Guardians 2 more because um, I really liked uh, like the, the dad character a lot. Um, but those those would be my top five as of right now. Okay. Do you, I, I can go. Yeah. I did, yeah. I did a full 17, but I'll just give my top five. Uh, my number one, and I think it still remains, is Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh, my number two is Guardians Two. I agree with you, John. I love Gu- I love Guardians One. I had uh, like that even that much more fun with Guardians Two, uh, Thor Ragnarok, Iron Man, and then Spider Man Homecoming. Um, I'd say mine like top six. I guess these are pretty much in order. Or right, one's Winter Soldier, Ragnarok, Homecoming, Doctor Strange, First Guardians, and Civil War. Doctor Strange was hard for me. I kind of I I wrote that down somewhere in between middle and excellent because it yeah, was that's what mine is too. I it's have mine such eight. it's so good, but it does have kind of a weak villain, um, and so that kind of nudged it down to the like it's a very solid, I guess, B plus. I would that's where I fell flat as well. I would kind of say like I felt like f- for until this like Iron Man was the first Iron Man was like the most rewatchable one, and like kind of an easy watch and like enjoyable but i think this is the one i probably like if i feel like just walk casually watching a movie this is the one i go back to now okay anyways yeah was that your full top five i can't remember yeah yes yeah okay do we want to do middle or do you want to do worst because i have middle too but how about we maybe let's go a little bit in depth in the ones we all had at our best yeah okay yeah that's actually i mean we we already did podcasts on homecoming and ragnarok Right. Which you can check out. Yeah, maybe uh, so, if you're know, listening on Apple like Podcasts, that, yeah, maybe like take... download and like and subscribe and Home, leave a rating. And Homecoming and was the pilot. That's yeah. Our uh, RJ was in it. Yeah, you can uh, hear what he sounds like. I'm assuming he I sounds was the, the same one now. On the Homecoming episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I didn't see it till months later. Homecoming. Yeah, it, it's such a solid movie. So I mean, yeah. And Joe, since you missed the opportunity in the pilot, if you have anything you want to say, uh, you, you feel free to shout it out. Yeah, um, I I really like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I think that he definitely has possibility to be at least my favorite Spider-Man, just in terms of he's young enough, he's he's in the right environment, he doesn't look like like a 20-year-old in high school um, to me. Uh, where it might have fallen flat, I love Michael Keaton, but his villain wasn't A, that compelling, and B, not, like, not overly, I guess... Yeah, I think I just chalked up not as compelling. I mean, the vulture was cool, and I understand for origin story you can't have him taking on his biggest villain, but it's it is what it is. It's the Marvel system, a just weak villain. Um, but overall, I had a really good time with it. Yeah, I I would actually say he was one. I, he's one of my favorite villains in the MCU. I, I thought he was at, at the time of watching it. I can, Joe. I can I can definitely understand why you would find it not as compelling because it's it's a one off thing. 
Um, That's exactly it. The, it's hard when you're introduced and then subsequently have to you know let go of a character so quickly, especially when it is right. Michael Keaton. But as far as portraying the Vulture and tying it in well with Peter's life and also just with the MCU, you know, he's like the pissed off construction worker. Um, I thought that I they, did love that. I thought that they did all that really well. And the one scene that comes to mind is when he's in the car and he realizes who Peter is. Yeah, I really like that. That he, yeah, he, he was like genuinely scary. scary. Yeah. yeah, he did it really well. And, and that, honestly, any misgivings that I had with this movie are just totally fixed by the fact that it's Spider Man. And like, I will always love any. <laughs> and like, I think it's cool that he's connected to like the other Avengers movies, and that he was low level enough that like he never like had to go up against Stark or anything. Yeah, and he wasn't the Green Goblin. Yeah, he wasn't like just like some crazy guy. He was uh, you actually his motivations made sense, and like you could almost that's the thing you could almost see if Spider Man would have just let him steal that. Like you could have let him go, and it wouldn't have like tore his family apart or anything. I understand. Okay, so like I like what you said. I love the reveal. Spoilers for Homecoming. Uh, Spoilers for all these MCU movies. Get watch them if you haven't. Get with the times, man. What are you doing? Um. But someone is I, just I, now like, oh, damn it. <laughs> but I, uh, I love the reveal that like he was the girlfriend's um, dad. I love that. I love the car ride, like how genuinely scared Peter was. I did love all that. His motivations, though, like to in the beginning. Yeah. But when you get to his house, he's living in a really nice house. And he's like, oh, I can't I can't like let my family like starve for this. Like you're in a fucking mansion. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand anymore. Well, like his his main source. Well, that's of how he's making money. Yeah, his like source I, I of income is making the weapons. I know that. Yeah. yeah, but then when you say like, I, you're in the business. I get that. Once you're in it, but to a point, if you're you're not, you can't keep claiming you're not a bad guy and then keep doing like the illegal thing once you're very well off. I think he was pretty aware of what he was. Yeah, but he just. I think he just really respected that Peter. Like, overall, I think he thought Peter was a good guy, and I think that's why in the end credits he doesn't tell who's going to be Scorpion who he is. I think overall he's gained respect for him. He's a little bit like the anti-hero. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, hope, yeah I, I hope he plays a role again I stand true, but I, st- I, stand, I stand by what, like my sentiments, but I still like the movie. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I guess my overall thoughts of this is, like I said, I thought the villain was really good. It's all, like, very fun and spider-man like and it's actual high school which is like what you said nice. joey actually looks young yeah. um i feel like one of the detriments of this was i this trailers gave away a lot they did yeah. which is kind of been a problem with marvel um but especially this movie like there could have been some like the whole fairy scene or like at the end when he's fighting vulture without his suit like all that i knew was gonna happen just from the yeah. trailers, which I mean would have been much better if I didn't know that. But bunch of cool, very cool Spider-Man fun yeah, action, and the 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 um, Iron Man Spider-Man sort of mentorship going on. Yeah, I like that's that. A good that was call. that was well done. Apparently, yeah. the next Spider-Man, they're going. He'll be like a team up like that, but it won't be Stark. Who would you like to it's see? Who would Wolverine. I like to see? Deadpool. I mean, Mister Fantastic. Now. This is me counting on a deal. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say if they maybe they already have it planned out yeah. at this point since it's only like a year and a half out, I guess. Yeah, I think there could be some good banter between um, him and Captain. I was thinking um, Hulk. 
I, that was just me, my second. Because like, because I feel like that's how Hulk, Hulk has to be is in a team, like a buddy. But I no one, no one to tether him in that situation. Yeah, well, I mean, that could be sort of like the humor, I guess. Is like Peter wouldn't really know how to handle Hulk um, that, in his Hulk I, form. I would like that. Yeah. I, I guess my pick would be like, I don't know. Guardians. I feel like Cap. I, like I feel like Cap guy. I feel like Cap. Doctor Strange. I would. I would love to see a Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be really, Strange really would great. Be good. I feel like yeah. Captain's gonna be like dead. Yeah. Fought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of guys are gonna be dead and just not alive for it. But oh, Pepper Potts. <laughs> That's what I want. Oh, right. Of course. Happy um, Hogan. <laughs> actually. <laughs> That's kind of like somewhat a buddy cop between them. <laughs> Anyways, so, so yeah, so we and you and I, we both had Ragnarok in our top five, but you know, we'll just we, touch on that because that was that was only two episodes ago. Yeah, um, but really funny, and I think funny. it's Chris Hemsworth that is best, and him and Loki together is the yeah. best in this out of top, all of absolutely top notch. Great soundtrack, Goldblum. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah, Goldblum. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about Winter Soldier? Or yeah. Say that or? We we talk about Winter. I think Winter Soldier is the one we always go back to. It's like. Before Marvel, before Marvel got funny, um, not that that's a bad thing, but you know, if you prefer, I mean, the, there was a lot of humor in the first two Iron Man movies. That's true, but before the Guardians esque uh, sort of almost like slapstick style came to be, this is the one people go to as like the like actually really compelling serious yeah. story. And I would say out of like the three kind of like solo trilogies within this, like Thor's trilogy, Cap's trilogy, and Iron Man's trilogy. I'd say as a whole, all three captains is the best. This is definitely I, the strongest uh, number two sequel. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I I agree with that. This one is just like what we said. Like it's darker. It's not trying to be too quippy. Like there's still quips and spots, but it fits. Um, the storyline's compelling. You bring in a really cool character, pretty justifiably with Bucky Barnes coming back as the Winter Soldier, and you have like. She, uh, what is it? Is it Shield or is it um? It's Shield like getting infiltrated by Hydra, which I think was a cool like kind of shift of things in the MCU. So yeah, this is probably for me one of the ones where I could go back and rewatch a lot, and I always enjoy it. Yeah, good good uh, rewatch value. Yeah. And I I'd say I like the Cap and Nick Fury relationship in this the best probably. Yeah, like kind of like the really hardened spy and like the like goody two-shoes patriot two like sides of it um <laughs> but i mean like what's good about it is you understand both sides and I, i'd still say this has some of the best act best action scenes out of all the mcu which is even more impressive because of where it falls well i think because all caps is like pretty gritty grounded fighting it's just a really strong guy fighting other guys but like especially the <laughs> guys f- being dudes especially the <laughs> first winter soldier fight scene and the opening scene and the elevator I really like that elevator scene. Oh, yeah. That's that, great. That is a cool scene. Um, But, yeah, I'd say the action's really good in this. I thought Falcon had a good introduction. And I know this one kind of gets some hate, but I think this is Captain America's best outfit out of all the Captain I'm America outfits. This one's kind of, like, all dark blue. Yeah, yeah I, I, know, I like, like the it. The Avengers, Avengers was, like, really bright. Shitty. Yeah. The Avengers, it was, like, like comic book-esque, uh, vibrant Captain yeah, America. This the, is more grizzled. And then... Which one is remembered less fondly, the the first Captain America or the Avengers one? I can't remember. For the Avengers one, I think. I think people like the original one the best, which he wears at the end of Winter Soldier. Right. 
But I liked his, like, the cool, like, kind of future-looking blue one. Yeah, it's more like... It fits more, like... It's more like war, like, soldier-esque. I don't know. I, I do like it as well, too. I I think I'm remembering kind of more clearly. I just love the look of uh, Winter Soldier in this. I love the metal arm with, like, the Russian star and everything. Yeah, the only thing... My only problem with this movie is kind of at the end... I feel like Cap almost goes, like, too far in trying to, like, redeem Bucky. Like, at a point. Like, he's sacrificing the mission... Yeah, he's, like, sacrificing himself and, like, everything almost, like, for no... I mean, the chance that Bucky might be good. Which he ends up being... one percent of a chance. Yeah, it's like that. But, like, even... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, even even though he's your friend, like, he's been brainwashed and done terrible things. I I can understand the character motivation, but I I agree with you. It's kind of... I feel like he just takes a little... It's taken a little bit too far. Like, that he would literally die and let him kill him and maybe still be bad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a ballsy bet, considering he's been heavily brainwashed. Yeah, because like he could just still be brainwashed. It's not even Bucky who's, like, the one that's doing it, and he's going to just still be the Winter Soldier if you're dead. Right, <laughs> like, right. But, I mean, that it's that doesn't bring the movie down. It's still probably my nope, favorite. No, it's now the worst one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it, it just went to my bottom list. <laughs> you, you sold me. Um, Other... Joe, you and I both had uh, Guardians 2. Just a fun watch. I love Guardians 2. Not not I too much it. in particular to say other than, like, I mean, it's just... It perfected what Guardians was doing. The, the they, really... Yeah, everyone was really, like, worried that they... I don't know. There's a, there's a possibility you could have over-Guardians it. But in a way, they, like, they, they went even more. But it, I didn't feel like I was, like... I, do you know? Am I making sense? I don't yeah, know. it was no. even more ridiculous in a way, but Without it worked. Without me being like sick of it. Yeah, like yeah, I really, I, um, I thought that yeah, like the dad. What's that dad's name again? I'm sorry, I'm blanking right now. Uh, Ego. Ego. Yeah, yeah. He. I thought he was like probably the strongest part of the movie. His character. I loved that they did that. I love Kurt Russell, and like it just goes to show, like you can do full on weird. You can do a full living planet, and it can make sense. Yeah, it made, and I liked um like the the rocket raccoon uh like relationship Storyline. there. Like, he's sort of like the the stickler of the group. I also like what they did with the soundtrack. They sort of continued like the awesome mix thing and they yeah. made all of those songs kind of like they gave them another 15 minutes of popularity like brandy so oh, yeah just the whole so the whole mood was was perfect they they really nailed it there and it was, it was yeah. so much fun to see in theaters but there, there were like the, four end credit scenes that's what i remember yeah there was the warlock adam warlock there's the stanley there's yeah. the sylvester stallone and like his crew yeah Right, and, and there was Groot as a teen. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, those are all four. The Groot Apparently, it's gonna be teenage Groot for Infinity War. Cool. I, I thought that was really funny. Yeah, baby Groot was funny as hell. Which well, I, I mean, I, I guess timeline makes sense because like Guardians, I guess happened kind of a while ago, and like, Guardians Two is recent, and yeah. it's been a yeah. couple years leading up to Infinity War, and so Groot's older now. Um. The, the the breakout scene with Yondu and Ra- Rocket where Baby Groot just keeps coming back with different stuff other than the fin is oh, like yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> scenes of that. He comes back with, with a thumb. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, it, it shows like, I guess the integrity of the other characters. They still keep Baby Groot around. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It's and useless. that like has one of the best opening scenes, I think, in all of the Marvel movies. Yeah, when he's running around. Sky. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome movie. Very, I very really well like done. That movie. Um does that round out the top five? I think we talked about everything. Yeah. Well, the only the only other one I had was the original Avengers, but we we hit on it pretty well as we were talking. I think about it's, worth, it's probably worth talking about. I mean, the first like team up. That that yeah. one sticks in my head the most. I think not just because it was the first team up, but we had Loki who's still around, so there's better uh, continuity there. Right. Um, than with Ultron, um, and yeah, I mean, literally the the first of its kind, and they did it really well. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, really like big scale, but really fun movie i don't recall where i was i think i might have been at a disney resort something like that where they had a movie theater that was showing this for free nice. like to all guests i think i saw avengers like eight times because i was like still a kid and i was like what <laughs> so yeah it, it's like it was, ingrained in my mind it was high stakes high cgi but it worked because i mean it was the team up that's when you would need the team when it's high stakes yeah um, absolutely that when, when it gets annoying is when it's just one person but um it's yeah the I, cliche of um they all turn on each other for a little bit and then they come together as a team sort yeah. of thing but it's the nature of the beast like it except yeah. in a team a movie that's gonna be like that and they're all pretty big personalities right but yeah I, and i like this is where we started to see the um the tony stark um captain sort of rivalry i, I guess um yeah like the, the bro rivalry the bro down yeah um, they did. So yeah, something else worth mentioning just in general is that they, uh, as hard recasts go, they, they handled the Bruce Banner thing pretty well. That they did. That was never jarring to me. Cause you know, you knew it was going to happen, but well, um, most people don't even know that like the first incredible Hulk's even in the MCU. Like, yeah, that's people fair. Don't even... It didn't get nearly the same attention. So like it didn't bother most people, but yeah, yeah, I agree. And a great recasting because Ruffalo has been great, I think. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, High quality movie. Yeah. High and quality. I think why, why that's much better than the second Avengers is the second Avengers was a lot of just kind of teasing Infinity War. Or like yeah, teasing I Civil really, War. I hold a, not a disdain, but a general like not caring about Age of Ultron. Yeah. That I mean, there's some really, really cool weak villain that yeah. doesn't end up mattering at all. It's a faceless army. A weak it's villain weak. that could have been really cool. Absolutely. And it Absolutely. feels it feels it's not like uh well he's kind of lame. It's it's that they squandered it. Yeah. I, the I, only I, thing I remember Ultron for is you brought in Vision. Yeah, yeah, I'd say the best parts of this movie were like the characters I brought in and I really liked the Hulkbuster armor. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That, was, that whole Wakanda and then the Hulkbuster part, which that was almost better than like the finale. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. faceless. It, it essentially was, I would say. And we got Hulk doing uh, the slamming Loki from side to side, like that the classic Hulk smash <laughs> for the very first time. So yeah, all these all these memorable moments that we hold dear. Right. Started ten, in Avengers. Ten thumbs out of ten. Of course. I give it a solid. Ah. <laughs> ah. Well, that's uh, that's what do, I have to say about my top five. Do we want to do a bottom five? I'll just I'll just throw in a quick thing of two of mine in my list that we didn't talk about were the first Guardians, which I I like this a little bit better than the 
second. I mean, I still really like the second, but it basically has the same good parts that were in the second, like the humor and the soundtrack. Pretty weak villain, which Guardians 2 didn't have. But I personally, I like the opening scene of the first Guardians better than the second one. Um, the opening scene of the first one. It was Star Lord, with the he's like dancing and he's got the little rat thing. He has a microphone. Yeah, a red oh bone. yeah, I do like that. Um, but I felt like the what the first Guardians had that the second one maybe didn't as much was it had like a little bit more heart to it. I thought and it kind of got a little bit deeper at parts, and like you really got to see that family element develop of the team that's true the second or the first did the first see i feel like that that father complex i i don't know i felt that more in the second one because you Cause have the I, whole yondu storyline and yeah, it kind of made it more I just, home for me. i think the only thing that made it better in the first was that they weren't split up for most of the movie ah uh, that's fair uh, yeah and you really got to see them come together it was it was a pretty funny movie and i i think the ship looks awesome I mean, that's for both movies, but yeah, the ship yeah. looks really cool. Uh, but I, at the end of the first one, I remember I was really excited to see like what they were going to do with them. I was more excited after the first one than the second one. Like, I'm still excited to see them in Infinity War, but after seeing them like come together in the first one, I was really excited to see where they would go. You've sold me. Guardians 2 is now my least favorite MCU. <laughs> uh, and then Joe's list is just shuffling as we speak. It is. It is changing by the second and then i guess just a quick thing about civil war is also pretty lackluster villain i mean i guess the villain wasn't really the focal point anyway it was more <laughs> stark and cap but i i really liked about also like what i said about ultron black panthers like the new edition characters they brought in yeah, yeah. i think that was the strongest part of civil war for me the, the very end we saw the new yeah, guys. Um, the airport scene. That's what anyone is going to remember from the Civil War. I yeah, think. airport scene's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also like how, until the very end, I kind of don't agree with Tony Stark, but for the most part, you understand both sides. Yeah, that is true. Which makes you, like, I think that's what you need to do in a movie like this one. I mean, both sides are heroes trying to do the right thing. And, right, um, you can't have a clear villain on yeah. one side. Except that the end, Tony Stark kind of—I mean, I get he killed his parents, but yeah. he was brainwashed. <laughs> yeah, now I, that you mention it, I hate Tony Stark with a passion. All of a sudden, he's kind of a bad guy. <laughs> I mean, he is now he is you now my least me. favorite he is character. Now my least. Yeah. <laughs> I see because I can see both sides because it's revealed that Cap knew about it and things like that. So that's a pretty big. Yeah, problem. there's so, yeah. Um, and I, I found myself honestly through the movie. I think. While you can see both sides, I mean, like, I don't know about you guys. I was more Iron Man, I think, more than for the, Captain America. For the most part, arguments. I was pro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just because I think, I think in more times, it was just, like, pure bias. That was, like, kind of keeping Captain America. Yeah, side. it was kind of like what I said about Winter Soldier, that he's going a little bit too far to redeem Bucky. Right. Exactly. Um, And, like we said, the airport scene's great. I really, Black Panther, is this kind of, like... I mean, I get he was Black Panther before this, but this is kind of like his origin story. You see him mature in this, and I'm really excited for his solo movie. Yeah, his solo movie, I think, is going to be awesome. Um, The apartment scene with this, like, the chase scene that introduces Black Panther. Oh, right. I think that's pretty... Besides the airport scene, that's very standout. I feel like that might be better action than the very final. I mean, the final battle is good action, but it's more like what's at stake than... Yeah. Yeah, the actual spectacle, and it it gets a little bit slow. 
I'd say right before the third act, it slows down a little bit. I think I just wish that movie had the balls to do something. Like, like the comic kills Captain America. Yeah, I really being. thought someone was going to die. I really thought it was going to happen, and then nothing happened. I was just kind of disappointed. Like, it soured my view on it by the end. And I thought Spider-Man was going to die. <laughs> I'd, I'd say the... MCU's that young. Instantly. <laughs> the last thing... <laughs> I want to say about Civil War is that I liked how it wasn't a happy ending. Like, it wasn't all nicely wrapped up. I like that. Still a lot of questions that'll be answered in Infinity War. Yes. Right. Something to look forward to. Do we want to do a uh, bottom five? Or at least bottom thoughts of the MCU? Well, the like, only... kind of touched on it. We, def- we already, for me at least, we touched on some of my bottom ones yeah. pretty heavily. Uh, Dark World and uh, Age of Ultron. The only other ones I had... Or actually, I guess the only one I had that we didn't talk about was Iron Man three, and that's purely there because I don't remember it. I I have it as I think my second least favorite, and it's just yeah, that's the thing is it's a nothing movie, yeah. and it wastes a big like Iron Man villain in the Mandarin. Yeah, that's very disappointing. Yeah, and it's it it's just all kind of it's a it's a nothing movie. I think in my bottom kind of sector, I like things like Age of Ultron. I, I kind of put more towards the bottom because it just was nothing to me. Yeah, um, Iron Man two was higher than Iron Man three for me, but still low. Thor, like we already kind of touched on everything, but there's yeah. only some rough patches, but heavily overweighed by the good patches. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, most, most of, definitely. Most of the bottom ones have the same problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the the phase two slump, but they're back at it stronger right. than ever. Yeah. What's back weird is like end. phase two is like the worst and the best of it. True. It was the best of times. It was, it was the, the worst. Of times. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think they're really hitting their stride. I mean, phase we still have two movies left in Phase Three, but I think Phase Three is really killing it, it. It is wild to say since we're so deep into it, but I think you're right. I think they are like hitting their stride. Yeah, because I'm looking forward to Black Panther. The only thing I'm worried about it seems like it's a lot of CGI. That's what I'm a little bit. It worried seems about. like a lot of CGI and like kind of weird rubbery slow-mo things in the trailers which yeah, i mean like it's still early crawl thing yeah and it seems like the yeah. bad guy's just like might be a generic bad guy like just a anti-black panther who's <laughs> to say like kind of like how iron man wants just an anti-iron man yeah hulk's anti i'm still i'm still real hyped <laughs> for it and uh, yeah i'm excited but you know by the beginning of I, next week we might have yeah a, i put my um most anticipated upcoming ones was infinity war guardians 3 and black panther those are definitely what I'm most looking forward to. I think. I'm just really excited to see like what what is left after Infinity War. That yeah, where that's that a leaves big us all, and the, we're like the next Avengers. But hopefully. time will tell. Hopefully they have the balls to change up some things, but I think they will. Yeah. yeah, yeah well. Absolutely. Well, that's overall. I'd give the MCU a. Uh, <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> that wraps up our yeah, MCU thoughts. That's all I gotta say about the MCU. I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we did yeah. this episode because we always in the news we tend to allude to Marvel a lot. Now got it all out of my system until right. uh, until the next big movie. It was a big undertaking, but I, I I'd say we got through it as best we could. Definitely, just in terms of overarching. Yeah, it's a lot to cover. Seventeen movies. <laughs> never been. Yeah. It's never been done. But you heard it here first on the extended cut <laughs> with LJJR. We are the official podcast. Official of podcast of the MCU. MCU. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, just to conclude as per usual, either of you guys have anything to say about things you've been watching? Um, I recently watched uh, a recent documentary that got released on Netflix. It's the Jim and Andy Into the Great Beyond uh, documentary. And basically, uh, if you guys ever heard of Andy Kaufman or Man on the Moon, essentially it was Jim Carrey, um, like, extremely method acted for his role as Andy Kaufman in a biopic about his life, essentially titled Man on the Moon. and had a camera crew following all around and basically the behind the scenes footage got released. Like they released into one documentary and they interviewed Jim Carrey now about all of it and everything like that. And it just like wild how, to what great lengths he went for this role. Literally it would be things like while he's in character, you could not refer to him as Jim. It had to be Andy. Like, he invited Andy's family because Andy Kaufman is, is dead. He invited his family, like Andy Kaufman's family to set and treated them like Andy would be treated. Like it was stuff like that, like unprecedented, like kind of crazy man sort of things and kind of made an ass out of himself, picked a fight with Jerry, the King Waller and a WWE wrestler. Like it's that sort of stuff. And it's a really interesting watch. I highly recommend it. And it kind of just shows because anyone that's recently seen him, he's kind of gone off the deep end a bit. Yeah. Jim Carrey and seems like, yeah, he seems like kind of an ass. He seems like a nightmare he's, to be on that crew of that movie. <laughs> Absolutely. And which is, I mean, when you think about it, at one point in time, he was one of the biggest actors in the world. And now he's been reduced to this. And it's it, like, how does one get to there? And this is one of those sort of stepping stones that you can kind of look at. And that he always, he says, like, when he came out of this sort of thing where he stopped method acting and came back to just being Jim Carrey he didn't know how to resume just being that which is I it's weird but in a way sort of understandable I mean for months on end you pretend to be someone else if you come out on the other side you may not remember what you're like yeah um, does that really like, make the movie that much better <laughs> uh, who's I mean there's famous method act like Daniel Day Lewis is a method actor and it's it's hard to say that he's had any really bad films um I but then there's other people. There's like Jared Leto, Suicide Squad, Joker that I feel just does it for the media presence. So yeah, I feel like you know, I, I mean, it's a technique, I guess. I feel like I, I feel like it doesn't make their performance better. Or I feel like they could have just as good of a performance if they didn't do all this crazy stuff. Of course, we're saying that though from the outside in. Like, yeah, we don't know. I mean, it's very plausible to say like. Jim Carrey couldn't have done that or Daniel Day-Lewis couldn't have been Lincoln unless he method acted for Lincoln. Like, like it's very possible that they're not the actors that they are without that acting. So I'm not the authorities. Yeah. And I mean, also like you're acting as that person, like in a way, everyone's method acting. Like, you're acting as the other person (laughs) for the movie. I guess it's just a big thing of, like, when the cameras turn off, do you stop or not? That's, like, the divider. I guess. I mean, I don't, I, like, like you said, we don't, we're not actors, but. We're no actors. I feel like maybe, maybe it's just. (laughs) We we just judge actors. Maybe it's, like, a (laughs) publicity. Yeah. Like, oh, we should see that new movie. Daniel Day-Lewis was Lincoln in the woods for three months. (laughs) I would see that movie. Worth the (laughs) hype. Yeah, sounds like an interesting, yeah. uh, interesting no, watch. Definitely check it out. As for me, I'm still just watching Breaking Bad. I'm on season two now. I really hate Skyler. I was told that that would happen. Join the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, just getting getting caught up, partying like it's uh, what I don't know what year that would have been. 2010. 2010, 2010 yeah. probably. What season yeah. are you on? 
two, about halfway through season two. Yeah, 2010. Yeah. Feels feels nice. good to start getting caught up. What about you, Lou? I just rewatched a lot of Rick and Morty. Still, I love that still show. really good. Honestly, I I know a lot. Of, everyone's gonna like shit on me for saying this. I don't like interdimensional cable. Oh, that hurts me. I really I, love interdimensional I like, cable. It's, like, I I get it's improv. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the most. It's definitely the most quotable. I think. Uh, I think that's why I, a lot of people I like say Anthony as Johnson lines like every other day. <laughs> yeah, I, really, I, I like that. I don't well, know. It's just like Zorp field. What's your what's what's your favorite then? My favorite. Like if you had to pick one, I don't know. An episode or interdimensional cable? No, no, no episode. Because if you don't like interdimensional cable, I'm not gonna make you pick a favorite. Um. I do really like the purge. <laughs> that one's fun. <laughs> Cut to black three weeks later. <laughs> yeah. Weeks later. <laughs> I I really I my favorite ones are like the very Rick and Mort like Rick and Morty on an adventure. Classic adventures. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Yeah, I feel you. Like I I know people like I've introduced to the show that they don't take dinner to mention the cable or like it, I understand it's not everyone's. Or it's it. I it may be very few people's. I just I, it's personally what I like. Like I get it's improv, and I get that they like keep it in like when he laughs after and like acknowledges it's improv. But like, I I just don't think it's that funny, <laughs> and I think it just lasts a little too long. But to each their own. Yeah. But you're wrong, and I hate you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. He okay. sold me. I think I hate Rick and Morty. He now. sold me. Rick and Morty is now my least favorite show. <laughs> he's the world's greatest media critic. <laughs> I didn't really care oh, for God, this. You know what? He's right. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, I guess season season three, they replaced interdimensional cable with mind. I liked mind blowers way Morty's less. Mind blowers. I liked it way less too, but I know other people that loved it way more. So like that was. I don't, I don't know where to stand. That was the only mind blowers one, right? That's yeah, the that was the only time. Because they always kind of like try to trick you, make it seem like they've done it before, <laughs> like with everything. Yeah. Well, good. That one, Rick just straight up goes, "We're doing this instead of interdimensional cable." Yeah, I, 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 I liked it less, but that's not saying I didn't like it because there's some really like the one where the the warrior comes from the other alien planet, where he's like, "Oh, that's cool. You guys have like proof of an afterlife. That's pretty cool." And he's like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah we need proof. And then when he dies, <laughs> like, "Oh, it was all true. It oh, hurts." It, is is with the the smudge on the telescope, oh yeah, <laughs> that, that one's really. <laughs> it's just a dude. <laughs> but also, the, also, the, Joe, when you asked me what's my favorite, I do like the purge one. Also, this, I at first I didn't like it. But watching it again, I really like the finale of the latest season with the president. With the president, yeah. don't touch me. You will die, and there's no afterlife. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and then he just touches him and collapses. I thought the. That like the president's really funny in that. <laughs> yeah, I I really like that one too. I uh, I don't know if I necessarily like the ending. I like that it resets it to like original Rick and Morty, I guess. But yeah. I I'm I it's not say it didn't ruin it for me. I really liked that episode. I, yeah, I'd say that and the f- premiere season three were the best of that season. That that premiere is so funny. There's rumors we there could be a, a Christmas special episode. Um. That they may like just put out uh, over like out of the blue, but who knows? I also love the uh, Citadel Ricks episode from this yeah, season. I think that I that's one of that my. Episode. I love. I quote this all the time, but it's when um, like the the lawyer Morty 
and during like uh, they could no, I don't want to see a collection. Yeah, yeah, but and like, <laughs> like the real Morty's like up against the council, and he's like, "We don't stand any chance here. Our lawyers are Morty, and it's like there is no justice, and you're <laughs> Morty's not even a lawyer. We just keep him around because he's fun. Look at him go. <laughs> he's just dancing off. The <laughs> he's side. like, oh yeah, and then Morty's making a big speech, and he just creeps up behind him and whispers. Her, no, I don't want to see your pog collection. Yeah. That, like, one line killed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quality uh, show. Really well, good show. Yeah. Glad, glad we got you into it, Lou. Yeah. But, well, they, they released that Mr. Poopy Butthole YouTube video thing. Oh, yeah. Like, I, like, still haven't watched it for some reason. It's just, like, like... one of my favorite characters. It's just, like, pictures of his family, and then he's, like, looking through a scrapbook, and he gets up, and he doesn't have to use the cane anymore. <laughs> it's, like... I don't know. It's just, I just love that he's all of a sudden, like, a canon character. Yeah, like, they just made him canon out of nowhere. So he good. wanted to say, I'm sorry you have no bad memories of me. That's what, what oh, wee, is this this death? Oh, wee. Yeah. <laughs> is this what bleeding to death feels like? All right. Uh, well, I think we've we've talked enough. Yeah, I think that wraps it up. No yeah. emails. No emails. What the hell, people? Please. You know, we you saw what you happened last week. One job. Yeah. One well, job. If you are, if you are going to email us, well, I mean, obviously, literally anything you have to say, email us. But if you have anything to say <laughs> pertaining to Star Wars, now's the best time because. You're looking yeah. at uh, two weeks of Star Wars from us after this, so More speculations. We'll yes, be doing yeah, a, um... yeah. Anything hype for uh, Last Jedi or any thoughts that you have about Force Awakens or Rogue One? Because I know that both of those were kind of controversial movies in their own way. Right. So we're going to be doing a Force Awakens Rogue One episode leading up to Last Jedi, and um, just continue the role of Star Wars. Yeah, it's going to be. We will uh... not be doing a Last Jedi episode. No, we're just going to We do will it. be off that week. It's decided. <laughs> <laughs> this is the finale of the extended Just cut. kidding. <laughs> pod- <laughs> we're just banding. As of now. No, but... Just kidding. The podcast life never stops. We didn't choose this life. It chose us. Tell them all, what they're, where they... <laughs> oh, <laughs> tell us where oh, they can find... No, he ruined oh. it. Tell us where they can find us. <laughs> <laughs> you heard the man. Tell them. All right. All right. I'm telling them. I'm telling them. I mean, where do I get? Don't change your plot on Twitter. He's <laughs> <laughs> caught me so off guard. <laughs> LJJRstudios at gmail.com. Yes, please email. email us there. LJJRstudios at gmail.com. We would love it if you would like us on Twitter at LJJRpod. Give us a follow. Uh, we're, we're on there quite a bit. Facebook, we're under the extended cut with LJJR. And honestly, most importantly, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, uh, give this one a uh, a star rating and subscribe to us. And give us uh, your review. Your yeah, review and give us. us give us your reviews. That's uh, where we look to see what you guys are thinking. Um, that's where obviously we're publishing our stuff. So that's really the best way to show that you're listening. You, you said the YouTube, right? Oh, and of course on YouTube uh, under LJJR Studios, all of our podcasts are on the Extended Cut playlist, and uh, we've got some uh, some original videos, including a brand new video promo. So check that out and uh, give us a share if you're a fan. Joe's review on Kingsman Two. Yeah, Joe Joe's review of Kingsman Two, and if you uh, like Spider Man as much as we do, me and Lou have a video on the Sam Raimi Spider Man Two. Lots to discover. We also might be doing some more gameplay, kind of a. LVJ, VJ, VR, Battle Royale, and <laughs> Super Smash. Here. 
we're, we're still not sure what the he'll be the here. He'll be here yeah. once we're all home for Christmas. Yeah, so much to listen right. to, so much to look forward to, and we'll see you next time.